Our scripture reading comes from John 14, 1 through 14. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this was not so, I would have told you, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way where I'm going. No, we do not know, Lord Thomas said. We have no idea where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If, I really, if you really know me, you will know who I am the Father is. And from now on, you do, you do know him and you have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. We want to be satisfied. Jesus replied, have I been with you at all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am. Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me how to show him to you? Don't you believe I am the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does the work through me. Just believe I am the Father and the Father is in me. At least believe because of the work you have seen me do. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I'm going to be, be with the Father. You can ask anything in my name and I will do it so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me anything in my name and I will do it. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get new ones every week. And don't forget to check out First Methodist Sweetwater's website and social media. Now, here is Pastor Ryan Strebeck. So last fall, uh, I had the opportunity to take our youngest kid to uh, camping and we decided to go down to the weather was right thought it'd be a good time to go down to lost maples state park i know some of you have been there and one of the things they do when you go into a state park or something like it is they give you a kind of a receipt type thing in the at the ranger station and they tell you to tape it on your window so that you will be able to show everyone that you have access to be in that part of the park uh, I know some of you just visited one of our national parks this week, probably got one of those stickers. And uh, some of you are livestock exhibitioners and you received one of those for your car when you were going to Houston or San Antonio or Abilene or wherever you went uh, to that livestock show. And it just showed everyone else that I have access, I have admission, I can actually be in this part of the Will Rogers Center. I can be in this part of, uh, you know, Big Bend National Park. I can be here. I got the window sticker. Here we go. And in the text that Sandra read for us today, Jesus invites us to believe. He hands us a window permit saying this will lead you in a great adventure. And when that adventure is complete, I will find you and I will welcome you home where you will then discover that the adventure has only just begun. 
Now, the setting of the text that was read for us is sometimes referred to as Jesus' farewell discourse. This is sort of his, this is his swan song. This is Thursday night before he is killed on a Friday. This is Jesus' last words to his close company of friends, his disciples, the inner circle. It's a goodbye conversation. And John introduces this part of the story by saying, having loved his own who were in the world, which John was of the number. Having loved his own who were in the world, Jesus loved them to the end. Isn't that beautiful? He loved them to the end. We are all entering new territory of one kind or another. Uh, Some of us, as you learned, are graduating from high school. Some of us have just entered the land of parenthood. And some of us are navigating life with circumstances that we never could have imagined 20, 30 years ago. To all of us, Jesus says, As he said to his band of disciples that night, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Let not your hearts be troubled. Though there is much trouble in the world, instead, let your hearts take courage. Believe. Trust. I think Jesus was hearing the Psalms that he learned to pray as a boy. Psalm 31. Be strong and let your heart take courage. So do not let your heart be troubled, but Jesus says, let your heart take courage. That's what he's thinking when he says, believe in God, believe also in me. Even in the inner circle of disciples, the world is evident. The world as in the world that is dangerous, the world that is difficult, the world that is unpredictable, the world that is harsh, the world that is strange. It's a world where one of the closest members of Jesus close-knit family would betray him and leave that night to go finish the betrayal. It it includes Peter, who says, I will never betray you, Lord. And Jesus has to reassure him that, yeah, Peter, it's actually going to go down that way. Before sunrise, you will have betrayed me not once, not twice, but three times. This is the world that we live in, that we follow Jesus in. And so far from being naive, Jesus offers admission He offers a window sticker to really live, not in spite of, but in the midst of this world. Let not your hearts be troubled, though there is much trouble, but instead let your hearts take courage. Believe, believe. Peter has asked Jesus, Jesus, where are you going? All this talk of leaving, where are you headed to? And Thomas asks Jesus, says to Jesus, we have no idea where you're going, Lord. How can we possibly even know the way? We hear you saying you're leaving, but we don't know exactly what you're up to. And Jesus responds to both of them in the conversation by saying, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. This is such a merciful statement. It's a strong statement. It is a statement that makes us pause and wonder where our eyes and hearts are fixed. Where is the attention of all of our passions and longings and where have we focused them? It's a very merciful statement. I am the way, the truth, and the life. It's as if Jesus is saying to them and to us, you do not have to flounder around and live your life wondering whether God has a home for you. Whether you have admission to this great adventure, whether you have a place prepared for you to live forever. You don't have to clamor around trying to make a name for yourself. 
by what you imagine would be clawing your way to heaven. You don't have to make deals with God or keep just enough commandments in your mind to tip the scales where you could win God's favor. Instead, the word that God wishes to speak to the world is me, Jesus. You do not have to be anxious about finding the way because I am the way. Behold, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Let not your hearts be troubled, though there is much trouble. Instead, let your heart take courage. Jesus continues in a conversation with Philip and then again with Thomas, saying, you don't really know me yet the way that you will know me later. You've been with me, but you don't know me the way you need to know me, or you would know the answers to your questions, but that's okay. He reassures him again, from now on, you will know me in this way. And if you know me in this way that I've called you, that I've given you a window sticker to know me and live in this life, then you will also know the Father who you've been searching for since you were little boys. Just as I have done the work of the Father, you will do the works of God. In fact, in this astonishing statement, you guys, you all, will do greater works than I have done because I go to the Father and because I'm going to send you out. And you will not be left as orphans, but I'll send the Holy Spirit. And there will be this church that is formed and you'll reach millions and millions of people with the gospel that just a handful of you have had the privilege of hearing, now the greater works will be blown open and they will include places like Sweetwater, Texas in 2023. Greater works. You will not be alone. The Holy Spirit will come to you and you will continue to learn the nature of God. And you will ask me for anything according to the nature that you learn. Anything according to my name and I will do it. These greater works that we have the privilege of being a part of, knowing Jesus, receiving the Holy Spirit, loving one another. You know, I think that's a big key to the greater works that Jesus was talking about because he's already said, uh, the way that the world's going to know that you're my disciples is not because you're going to all have name tags or signs or you're going to wear the same things around your neck, but the world's going to know that you're my disciples because of how you love each other. That's going to be the telltale sign. So as you know Jesus, as you carry that window sticker into deeper and deeper and farther places into that park that's only been seen just by a handful of people at a time, in a deep, abiding, and personal way, and also in the midst of the imperfect yet courageous body of Christ, the church, it's like Jesus is saying, don't forsake meeting together, adventuring together, love one another, and the people will know that you belong to Jesus. And that adventure in the land of the forgiveness of sins and the land of hope is for them also. They will know that. They will take courage and they will not let their hearts be troubled. It's this great search for home. You know, we have the window sticker and it's, it's a foretaste. It's a start to where we will end up. And it's introductions, it's reminders, it's starry nights that get us close to what we've always longed for. And when the window sticker says true home, and when that home is secure, the journey tends to feel free. You know, if God is for us, who can be against us? If we know our ultimate home is secure, 
and we have the window sticker, and we're on our way, there's a freedom that comes with that. There's a lightness that we feel. When Jesus says, I must go and prepare a place for you, it's necessary that I go and prepare a special place for you in the company of my Father and all the angels and archangels, and we have sort of this camp out there, and it's the Father's house, and everyone who believes is welcome there, and all of our places, all of our rooms, all of our homes are there together in that great eternal future. And if I go and prepare a place for you, what harm can ultimately reach you? So Jesus says to us, I go and prepare a place for you so that when the greater works of loving each other for the sake of God and for the sake of the world, the broken world that God loves, when that greater work is complete and the adventure of this mortal body has come to an end, your eternal home is secure. I have prepared a place for you and I will lead you home. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.